talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you was lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit and stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows. This the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shit, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop, episode 81. I'm your host, Bobby Hall, and with me, as always, Horny Dylan. Dylan, what's going on, man? Horny as always, Bobby. Um, the Dilfers out there already know from last week. Great hit. People love the episode. Um, good numbers. And speaking of numbers, we're close to 7,000. Uh, we are close to 7,000 total plays since TSP has launched way back when, what was it? July? No, not July. June. June 21st, I believe. June 21st, 2019. 19. Unbelievable. 19. Unbelievable. Anyways, it was, uh, it was dawned upon me, actually, uh, with the numbers. We're at 6.6 thousand total plays currently right now. So we are on track to getting that 7,000 goal by the end of Season 3. Uh, we're also trying to get the 200 follows on Twitter. So if you haven't already... Go follow us on Twitter at Talking Shop Pod. We're at 128 right now. We're very close. Very close. I think we got about a month and a half for season three. I think season three is probably going to end around the end of November-ish. No no uh, official dates yet. So, um, uh, Well, first off, yeah, once we hit 7K streams, that's about to be dope. That's super dope, actually. Um, appreciate you guys out there that's listening, um, hanging with us. We, we, we kind of were talking off air. We kind of have our, our core group. Of around fifty, of you guys that uh, come through and listen every week, and uh, you know, there's, there's um, you know, a small number of you that kind of drift in and out, which you know, that's all good. I know some episodes you might catch a name of somebody that uh, you're friends with or you're interested to, to hear their story, and um, and then you know, some some people you be like, well, I'm I'm not really trying to hear all that, or um, you know, it might not be a hundred percent full full time uh, podcast person, so um. Nonetheless, it's appreciated that you guys are, are coming through and fucking with us and uh, makes us feel really good and makes, uh, you know, the time put in and um, all that good shit. Very much worth it. Um, along with the Twitter followers, we, we definitely want to get that up to 200. Um, obviously, you know, Instagram as well, Facebook. We want to just keep climbing all over the place, but definitely um, kind of made it uh, made Twitter the uh, the focal point of this season, along with um, supporters. You know, if if you want to support us, uh, we always leave the link for that uh, on all the episodes, and and it's always on um, all the socials. Hop on there, you know, a buck a month, all the way up to like I think ten bucks a month, and uh, you can support your boys and um, you know help us do uh, cool shit by you know maybe eventually getting uh, can, you know f- video equipment. We're also talking about doing some shit like that, maybe doing some live feeds, uh, you know, on Friday nights when we record, and uh, obviously that you takes money, really like- so. Um, what's that? What I would really like for Talking Shop is the Roadcaster. That thing, just just doing my research on it, what it basically is, it's like an all-in-one inclusive remote uh, podcasting equipment. It has sound effect buttons. You can control mic volumes. Um, has ports where I can put it into a laptop. I can do live shows. All that, all that kind of stuff. Capabilities. It's five hundred dollars, and that's something that I would like to. Uh, possibly, you know, get that support to go towards the show for that not only easier capabilities because makes my job easier, that makes more episode capability power because if I have my free time from not doing the post-production part because that's what it would do for me. It does all this running through the process, putting in the sound effects, does the end sound effects, uh, closing uh, songs, outros, intros, all that kind of fun stuff. And it does it all in one while you're recording. And the best part about it, you can possibly do it with live and take live phone calls. I know we've been doing phone calls before, but it's usually just me and Bobby calling on our actual phones during live recordings and speaker phoning it up, holding it against the mic. And only that person can talk. The other person, unfortunately, cannot communicate. That would unleash so much capabilities with Roadcaster. It's like $500. Um, and we're not that close there yet. But hey, hey, 
We're almost there. We are almost there. We can get that roadcaster someday. And it's going to make life much better. Sooner than later. You know, tax season coming. Santa Claus is coming in a few months. That's know, right. Um, you know, we always I always get, you know, some some dough around that time. That sounds pretty dope. And um, it'll be interesting. It'd be nice to have something like that, too, because we don't know what, what the hell uh, your schedule is going to be like uh, once you come out this way as pretty far as work-wise. Maybe it'll be a little bit more, more closer to mine. And it'd be dope to be able to have some weeks where we can hammer out four or five, you know, maybe six episodes in a week, you know, Joe Rogan style, you know, to where we can take that following week or two weeks kind of off and try to, you know, work on other shit, merch, um, you know, ideas for the show, how to make that shit better, work on social medias, all that good shit. So, um, yeah, like getting I'm something saying. just like that would, would definitely be a huge uh, addition and, and help to the show. Yeah. And speaking of free time, I was talking to you on the pre-show production. I was going to take my PTO, and that, in fact, I did take my PTO. I had to use it up for deadline because uh, it's a really cuckish policy of you have to use it or lose it type deal. Um, so I had to use it. So I, I put it all out there, and I'm going to have three-day weekends for like six consecutive weeks. I talked to you about that four-day week or four-day weekend, excuse me, in the last two weeks of October. So there's definitely room for possibilities of knocking out some extra episodes. And uh, I know you uh, you were on your Snapchat calling out for people wanting to be a guest. Um, I know we've had a lot of repeats, and we want some new uh, voices on there, new stories, all that kind of stuff. I mean, we love the guests that we have on, and we'd love to bring them back on, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, just want to get a little bit more um, get a little bit more flavor on the on the podcast palette, if you if you will. Yeah, and I'm and some of the people that that uh you know reached out and uh, that I also talked to, and just I mean obviously nowadays everyone's got families and work shit to do, so eight hours notice you know that's a little that's a little rough. So um, there are some of those people that, that do want to come on. They just need a little more notice and and time to prepare. So we're gonna we're gonna get some new people on like next week. As of right now, um, next week we'll have uh, our, our mutual friend uh, Kyle Russell on. And he'll uh, tell some more stories. Probably be able to add on to some of the shit that uh, Alex was talking about. Um, maybe we'll see uh, if we can get Paul Bucky Tippy on. I, I know he's got to, he's leaving here very soon for a uh, elk hunting trip. I don't know when that starts or when he's leaving. So if he's still around next weekend, maybe we can uh, scoop him up. And then um, it's not a hundred percent confirmed yet, but two weeks from now. Uh, we're going to be trying to get uh, my boy James Leatherman on. And I know that he's been a, a kind of a fan favorite uh, of the show listeners, just from some of the, the audio clips that we've, uh, we've uh, played on here with him on, you know, after he's tossed a few back, uh, very funny dude, uh, very vulgar. He'll kind of, he might even top some of the shit that uh, Alex was saying this past Wednesday. Uh, hopefully we can make it happen. I might have to take my, my whole setup over to where he's at. And, uh, you know, do it that way. We'll see what's going on. But I'm hoping to line that up. Um, but before yeah, we get going, uh, I do want to shout out again, sponsor the show. And that's Kyle Ben's OnlyFans. Um, unfortunately, he was telling you and I that uh, he busted his iPhone. So uh, tonight's Friday night um, live show. Sounds like it's going to be canceled. I'm kind of devastated. It was supposed to be one of the spin the wheel uh, weekends, you know, 10 bucks to spin. And, uh, you know, get you that extra content. But I'm sure he'll be back and better than ever. And uh, like I said, if you haven't joined him yet, it's $10 a month. Comes with a lot of great content and uh, availability to uh, play little mini games to to receive even bonus content. That's uh, www.onlyfans.com slash Kyle Binside You. And uh, join up today. Like I said, 10 bucks a month. And uh, you don't have to uh, continue. It can be a one-month thing, whatever you want to do. Or you can go on auto auto um you know repeat like i do and uh, really not only support a, a good guy but uh, really enjoy yourself out there but thanks again kyle for uh, supporting the show we appreciate it yeah and it looked like he was gonna be messing with some barbecue too man I, I i there was something about the meat sliding off the bone onto his bone type deal not sure what he was going to call that but I, I was all for it um and yeah ten dollars a month that's only 32 cents a day come on can't beat it Exactly. And and I think a lot of people spend, uh, you know, way more money on a bunch of other frivolous shit. You know, a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, once you once you pay for it, it's right there. You can come back to it, look at it, watch it, enjoy it. Uh, just take it all in. 
And um, yeah, he was going to unveil a couple of uh, of his new patent moves. I think he said something about um, the underneath lever. I'm not sure what that even means. And then uh, the inside out. So these are two things that I was very much looking forward to seeing. But uh, we'll just have to wait till next week, which it's just going to build the anticipation even more, man. Yeah, talk about big blue balls, you know. 100%. But uh, to move along, I, I figured we'd start kind of right out with, uh, you know, some craziness, man. I, we're, uh, it's it's the second day of October, and uh, this COVID shit is just not giving up. And um, not only is it – it uh, concerns me because uh, it's affecting, you know, the NFL, the Tennessee Titans. I think they had seven guys test positive, and, and their game against the Steelers have been uh, has been p- postponed for, like, three weeks. And now that, like – Bucks around with like the Ravens bye week is different now and the Ravens Steelers game is is I think rescheduled and uh makes you nervous man it's only uh what week four and um we've uh after three strong weeks um I don't, I don't know what happened over there on, on their end with the Titans but uh yeah they had seven guys test positive I think six players and one person of the staff I, I could be wrong on that but I know I know it was seven and um it's, it seems like everyone on the Steelers side, um, or, yeah, is okay. But um, who did the Titans play last week? Was, they, was, they it wasn't the Jags. The yes, everyone on the everyone on the Vikings, I believe, tested out negative, if I'm correct. So that's yeah. good. Um, who knows if if because uh, I know like a lot of some of these places that do let people in, like families and shit. I know a lot of the players will go and, and talk to the families and friends that come through. That's kind of uh, maybe has to be uh, amended or changed. I don't know. Or they got to have a, a safe distance, unfortunately. You know, you hate to have to do that with your family. But um, I, I, I don't uh, I don't want this to kind of keep building. Kind of scares me a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean. And, and who knows? I, I'm, I'm wondering – because I know that they uh, allowed a larger practice squad, and you're allowed to even put some some of the um, veteran players you pick up on those squads for situations like this. And I thought, like, if something like this happened, they kind of would make the team like put together what they can do. Like, hey, you know, fill out your squad and, and let's run it. Because um, it's it's only week four, so they can move shit around right now. But like, what what's going to happen? Um, you know, late November, early December. Like, I don't, I don't think they can move shit around into January and then push playoffs back. And I, I mean, maybe they can. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they, I, they don't want to do that. But I'm just curious as to how this stuff would play out later in the season. God forbid it happened again. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks for Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, they didn't do anything wrong, and now that they have a week of four bye and has to do play thirteen grueling weeks in a row so i mean it sucks to suck uh but i understand from that standpoint i i really wish that it was a tuesday night football game because i was kind of looking forward to that tuesday night uh prime time slot but then again they got more i think more positives came in so they were just like fuck it we'll just postpone until the next or the next seven weeks i think that was going to be um moved to week seven which was when Pittsburgh and Ravens were going to play. And then the Ravens had a week eight bye. Now the Ravens are going to be playing Pittsburgh week eight and having a week seven bye. So they just flipped that instead. So it's nothing too crazy as far as the shuffle. But I mean, how many more times are you going to be able to do that? You know, if something arises with another team. Um, so, I mean, this was as, as expected. I would say there was no way that we were going to go through the entire 16, 17 weeks and then have zero cases or zero hiccups, anything like that. So um, it's obviously they have a plan of when this happens, and I think they will be just fine. I'm not too concerned. It's a little like, oh, here we go. But then again, look back at the data, look back at what the MLB did with they had a much bigger crisis. They're playing their playoffs now and going into other the second round. So uh, they're pulling it off. I have complete faith i think nfl even it's more prepared than mlb so i think they're in good hands yeah and i like um kind of what they're doing here man they're dropping the hammer on teams and shit they're not fucking around i think i've seen this week they came out and said that uh you know if teams or players aren't following protocols and shit they'll fuck around and take draft picks away uh i don't <laughs> know what rounds they would do that i definitely wouldn't want to be the team 
um, to be the first because I'm assuming they're not just going to take like a seventh round because what the f- no one's really going to give a fuck. I would assume it have to be like a high mid round pick, like a, at least a third. Um, and you definitely don't want to uh, fuck that up because obviously, um, not your chance to pick up because nowadays, uh, you know, with with the contracts the way they are now, you, you want to be able to pick up some of these young guys and um, them, you know, these young stars and be able to pay them under market for four years and shit for you got to really start shelling out the cash. So if you, if you lose, uh, you know, a draft pick, especially something that high or even higher, who knows? I don't know if they'd go up to first or second round. I, I would assume they'd, they'd really want to, uh, um, you know, make a, a, a statement on that. Cause I, I think this whole thing came out cause there was like some Raiders players doing some shit. Um, somewhere some event weren't masked up you know uh not distancing or anything like that yeah. so um it, it's good to see the nfl uh you know really uh not fucking around with this and, and really trying to make this as safe and as smooth of a season as it can be um you know it makes you feel good to see that but um for the team other teams out there obviously we got to talk about our brownies they came through uh looked obviously the, the best they probably have all season to this point um, came through and bust uh, Washington's ass, um, thirty-four twenty, and um, the offense uh, again looked really good and um, capitalized on, on some turnovers. Um, I, I I don't know if I've ever seen since they've been back. Browns getting an interception, you know, after interception, and each one of them turning into seven points. That's yeah. that was fucking awesome to see. Um, again. O line looked incredible. Uh, did pretty well. I know, um, you know, Jedrick Wills. He kind of had some trouble against Montez Sweat, but uh, you know, he's he's really fucking good. So you, you, you know, you're gonna have that. And overall, I think they did pretty well. Um, Cleveland did kind of luck out a little bit with Chase Young having to leave the game pretty early. Um, that was um, probably their best pass rusher, you know, on the sideline. So. That that helped out on our end a little bit, but again, yeah, um, you know, Chubb and Hunt came through, did their thing, especially Nick Chubb again, 100 yards, two plus t- TDs for the second week in a row. Um, he's emerging as an absolute bona fide star running back, and um, you love to see it. And uh, Baker looked, uh, you know, okay, he kind of was game uh, managery, but when you got somebody like Nick Chubb. Fuck it, man. You know, if, if you can get away with throwing, you know, less than 25 times and get the dub, that's all it counts. Um, and uh, it's good to see, you know, OBJ. I think he kind of knows what it is. He's going to get his, you know, four to six catches. He's going to get his 50 to 70 yards. Might get a touchdown here and there. But uh, I, I truly think that that dude really just, he wants to win rather than get the 1,400-yard, 12-touchdown season at this point. I, I think Jarvis is in that same boat as well. Really sucks. Uh, fantasy wise, I've got both of those guys on two different teams, and uh, they've been absolutely trash for my fantasy squads. But obviously, um, I'm taking uh, Cleveland Browns success over my own personal success ten out of ten times, and um, really liked what I see. Defense, like I said, they had some turnovers. I hate to say it because um, he's my boy, but I, I think Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, this is probably going to be his last year as a starting quarterback in the league. And, trash. Um, it just sucks. I mean, he doesn't really have very much around him. Um, no, uh, the O line sucks. Running backs or whatever. He only has one good receiver, but uh, he was still making some just terrible mistakes and, and just kind of eyeing the receiver he was going to throw to, basically from the time he, uh, you know, uh, got the ball snapped to him. So that's like some rookie mistake shit. And the Cleveland Browns took uh, advantage of it, but at the same time, he did throw a couple touchdowns, and shit did look a little sketchy there. Um, at the beginning of the second half for a while, but um, Cleveland came through and, and and really picked it up and um, got a humongous game this Sunday against uh, a, a Dallas team that is one and two, but got a scary-ass offense, man. But uh, Miles Garrett with Dylan, that man, man. Um, I want to get your thoughts on this Washington um, win and then uh, kind of look ahead to this Sunday. Yeah, uh, I mean, you covered it all, really. So uh, <laughs> other than the Miles Garrett trifecta that I was trying to squeeze in there at the end, um, I think that was his first the career trifecta, this the strip sack fumble. So hope he kept the game ball there. And uh, it was a good team win. As it, I, I, They should have won the game. So it was 
being a Browns fan, I shouldn't expect them to win, but it was definitely one of those games you expect. It was the first time they have won or have been above 500 since 2014. The first time they have scored 30 plus points back to back games since 2010. So a lot of ground, a lot of ground being broke with this offense. Kevin Stefanski has seemed to reel in the guys and understand what we have here. And it's beautiful to see that we run in the ball with two great backs in the backfield. Um, seems like Hunt's going to be okay. I know I mentioned last episode that he might be out based on uh, not practicing and lingering issues. So with that being said, hopefully he's able to play and um, it's looking good. But we do have a couple of injuries going towards uh, the Dallas Cowboys. And that should be a good game. A lot of people expecting it to be a shootout as the over-under, I believe, is in the high 50s, like 57 and a half, I believe, I think I last saw it at. Uh, that could have changed, but uh, I, I'm I'm probably going to take the under. I'm not too sure. I'm, I don't know. Maybe the over. Maybe the over. I don't know. Uh, over don't 56. Know. 56? According to CBS, yep. Okay, 56, yeah. Shoot, I guess I'll take the over. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys defense has been looking sus, and I think the Browns defense is definitely sus. So, man, it's tough, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game nonetheless. I hope the Browns come up on, on top. As long as we get on top and start off quickly, and we can start suffocating them with the ground and pound offense with Chubb and Hunt, aka Chunt. Let's go. Yes, sir. Um. What are um like as far as the injury list? I'm looking at it now. Looks like limited practice on Friday for Batonio. It says he's questionable, but I think he's gonna suit up, obviously. You know, he's, he's a tough ass dude. Um I think they're probably just sitting him, you know, precautionary type shit. Let him get some rest. He'll be there on Friday. I don't think I have any um concerns on that. Uh Claiborne's gonna be out again with a hip injury. Um and yeah, like you said, groin injury for for uh, Cream Hunt. Limited practice on Friday, questionable. So that's kind of a good thing. Uh, I think he'll probably most likely play as well. Nick Chubb might probably get most of that workload, which I think you and I are very much okay with that. I definitely fantasy wise as well. Um, and then Greedy Williams, man, is he gonna ever fucking play football? <laughs> Seriously, man, he's, he's out again for week four. It's a shoulder injury. Now I thought it was like a hamstring thing. I didn't. And now it's a shoulder. Honestly, I don't think they're rushing him back. Uh, Terrence Mitchell has been doing an outstanding job, and then you have Kevin Johnson that came back from the liver, who's doing really great in the nickel. If anything, I think our worst spot is going to be Sandejo. He's an absolute liability on that back hat or the back safety end, man. I mean, Jesus, he is so slow. He is so slow. And I, I really, I really think that we are under depreciating on how uh, massive the Grant Delpit injury in the in training camp has uh, possibly been. Because I think Grant Delpit um, still can, still can be, is going to be a great star. Oh, I mean, I mean, they were going to use him in so many different ways. I, I can't wait to see what he can do. It just, it just sucks. Um, yeah, that we we lost him before anything happen but yeah Sandejo I, I feel like this point um yeah they need to cut him get somebody else I mean it, su- it would suck for them to have to teach and, and, and the whole fucking defensive scheme to somebody else but I think at this point uh the way he's been playing it might it might be worth uh trying to make that happen I don't know but um I mean, we have to have someone else too right I mean I know we have Sheldrick Redwine um shit man there has to be someone else that like give him a shot like I understand, I understand Sadeo has uh, that background with Woods and with uh, the Vikings back in the day, but let's let's go, let's cut the ties and like let's. let's I understand. tell you what, though, with, with the way things are looking right now, that front office is looking like, like some dunce caps letting Joe Schobert walk out, not even making his ass an offer. Could you imagine that the, the difference in at least? And I'm not saying it'd be like night and day or anything, but having somebody like Joe Schobert you know, leading the fucking defense over there uh, on a weak-ass linebacking core, he definitely would make a hell of a difference. I mean, I I think Jaguars definitely overpaid for him. Uh, um, Right, but we didn't even make an offer. They could have got him for cheaper. He he said that they didn't even, like, 
all from a dime, which is crazy. Joe Schober, like I understand, I, he definitely has his flaws. I think he might be had might be in like that cheerleader effect, bro. I really might think he might fall into the category of the cheerleader effect. And if you don't know what the cheerleader effect is, that's going to be, you know, it's kind of like when you like with with women. You see a group of women and you see like a really cute one, you know, and you, you think she's really, really attractive. And the only reason she's really attractive is because she's the cutest of the, you know, the fives and the fours, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like the cheerleader effect where you have those apples and oranges together and you're like, wow, she's only the cute one of the, you know, she's the queen bee of the not so queens, you know? So that is the showbird effect. In Cleveland, because our linebacker room is just not that great. It's young people's. I mean, uh, what's the oh, Sione Takitaki? He's a, he's a liability. He, he's a waste of a pick. Uh, Wilson, I think he's good. He is still way more room to grow. The injuries kind of bring him down a little bit, but he's. I still think he has uh, some a lot to prove. A lot to prove, actually. But as far as everything else, I I don't think Schobert was worth fifty. What what do you get? Like fifty five million over four or five years. It's too much, too rich. What was he worth an offer though? I don't know. Because I, I, I think you're you're getting what I'm trying to say confused. I'm not saying that he should have. They should offer him that much, but they didn't offer him one penny, one cent. See, I don't know what's going behind the screen, though, man. I don't know what's going behind the screen. Um, that's somebody that had played Pro Bowl caliber football probably the last two or three years. Easy. Let's be honest. The only reason he was in the Pro Bowl is because he, uh, the person that was supposed to go to the Pro Bowl, was in the Super Bowl or injured. Pretty sure he was an alternate. Okay. Well, all right. I think he'd he'd do a hell of, a hell of a lot better job than anyone on this team times ten. That's facts. Right I, I can't argue um, that. That's one hundred percent fact. Uh, he may not be worth fifty five million. He's doing a pretty damn good job right now. Him and Miles Jack are making a pretty solid uh, linebacker core for Jacksonville. And uh, as of right now, who knows if Mac Wilson will turn into anything? But as of right now, uh, Cleveland's definitely missing Joe Shover right now. Um, and even fucking, uh, fuck, um, uh, what the fuck was his name? Um, Demarius Randall at safety. I mean, like I said, Not even in the Sandejo, league I mean, I know he's just a backup kind of wasn't, no one expected him to have to come in there right now, but yeah, safety is just absolutely, right. um, absolute liability. And that sucks because the Cowboys have four, four different uh, you know, receivers that can can torch the fucking field at any given time, and um, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, Cleveland's definitely going to have to continue this streak of scoring at least 30 points because um, Dak's going to absolutely shred this this defense. I'm, I'm scared about it, especially having um, uh, CD Lamb lining up at fucking slot. That I mean, who who's going to be fucking Kevin Johnson? I mean, he's not a bad player, but you think you think he's fucking with CD Lamb in the slot? Uh, well, we'll see. Speaking of Demarius Randall, he was actually and out of the league. Anything in the middle. Anything in the middle is wide fucking. I mean, you've seen the shit that even a quarterback like Dwayne Haskins, like I said, love the dude. He, he did some big things in Ohio State. Absolute shit as a pro. And, uh, you know, he was he was making Logan Thomas look like, you know, fucking Travis Kelsey out there uh, on Sunday. So, yeah, the middle of the field is, is just, yeah, I mean, a fucking high school kid could come in there and, and throw for 200 yards. On that defense, but huge game problem too. And uh, you know, if we if we can end the first quarter of this season at three and one, man, that would just be fucking phenomenal. I think the game next week we got the Colts, and then the following week would be another gargantuan game against the Steelers. And if the Browns can somehow get past the Cowboys, and uh, I'm sure they'll be the underdogs against a, a pretty stout Colts uh, uh, defense. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll um, give a the Browns a little more respect if they pull this one out this week, but uh, you'll really see what the fuck he got against the Steelers. That's that's for sure. Um, they got it going on over there. But um, moving along, uh, we we kind of seen um, or we did see on Monday what a lot of people think will be the AFC Championship game. You know, um, the two best AFC teams right now, and that was uh, the K- Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. They played on Monday. And um, up until that point, the Chiefs been kind of shaky, dude. I mean, you even kind of had mentioned that uh, you know maybe the Dylan effect was was kind of slowly making its way. 
uh, to Pat Mahomes and and was gonna you know kind of finally uh, cool him off. And the Baltimore Ravens had just been stomping out everybody they've played and have been looking like the absolute standout uh, of the league. But uh, man, the Chiefs came out, and especially Patrick Mahomes came out and just stomped those motherfuckers. It was great to see. You know, you love watching the Ravens get their ass beat, um, no matter who it is. And, uh, yeah, the Chiefs came out and looked like uh, the team that won the Super Bowl and the team that uh, everyone thought they were going to be and uh, just smashed the Ravens. And, um, you know, you and I, we had that fantasy football game last week. I mean, it was pretty much over, you know, after the 4 o'clock games anyway. My team sucks ass. Uh, you know, I had the smallest of leads, so I, I figured I, I didn't have any faith in that. But um, Patrick Mahomes dropped forty um, and just completely uh, dismantled my squad. So I know that made you pretty happy. That's a, that's a great uh, person to have on, on the fantasy squad this season. But um, what do you think, man? I mean, the Chiefs that have they moved up on your list as far as uh, you know the best teams in the league? Obviously. Um, before that, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I figured us most people had probably Baltimore number one. And uh, after seeing something like that, I think things have changed a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I think from the get go, I had the Chiefs number one. I mean, you're, you're the Super Bowl defending champions. You're proven. You are a proven product until someone dismantles that and claims the crown. So I had the Chiefs number one, and they proved themselves on Monday night when. Uh, Baltimore Ravens came out flat and laid an egg. So I love to see it. I love to see it. Lamar Jackson sucks ass in the big games. He's 0-3 against Pat Mahomes. He He's not going to win anything in the playoffs. Uh, I can't wait to see the Ravens try to be successful and create all this noise just to piss away in the, piss in the wind um, in the playoffs. Yeah, that was a thing to see. I, I think the Ravens, um, they might not be suited to be able to go down by 14 and, and make their way back. Um, they're kind of a team that uh, once they're ahead, they'll step on your throat. But um, they're, they're still going to be a force to be reckoned with, obviously. The Chiefs have just always had their number. I think they're 3-0 and um, against them since Lamar uh, Jackson's been in the league, if, if I uh, remember correctly. But... um. Man, yeah, that that was uh, that was great to see. Fuck the Ravens always, and um, go Browns. Huge week this week, and like, yeah, I was telling you too, uh, in, in um, in uh, pre-production that the Chiefs kind of remind me of like LeBron and how like, um, you know, when when games, um, you know, under aren't under the bright lights or they're uh, you know, in the first half of the season or anything like that, he kind of is going. You know, fourth gear most of the time, which, you know, his fourth gear is better than, you know, almost everybody. But, uh, yeah, when the lights are on or uh, when it counts, you know, he hits that fifth gear and, and uh, there ain't a goddamn thing you can do about it. And I think that's kind of what um, the Chiefs are, are like. And um, we'll see. They might they might drop back into fourth. I don't know who they play this week. Let me take a look real quick. Um, it's probably not going to be anyone on the same level as Baltimore, if I had to guess. Let's see. They got New England, which if this was a year or two ago, I, I think it'd be uh, a little more of a, of a hot game. It'd be a crazy stretch, too, if this was a couple years ago. But um, they're favored by seven at home, Kansas City is. So I think they'll get the job done, too, against uh, a pretty decent you know, New England team. Shout out to, to Cam. I like what, what they got going on over there as well. But, yeah, the Chiefs are, are, are back uh, on the throne, and, and we'll see if uh, – they stay stay rolling, man. I don't know. Maybe uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has the uh, Dylan effect antidote. He's not sharing with anyone else. I don't blame him. Why? Why? Uh, why share that when uh, you're you're reaping all the benefits? Who knows? But at least we'll share see what with happens, me, man. At least share it with me. <laughs> you want your own? You want your own antidote? Yeah, I'm my own worst <laughs> enemy. Um. Last week, though, you reminded me after we recorded that I completely forgot to uh, share a food review um, that I, I got to do this week because um, we had my boy Brandon Teft on a few weeks ago, and he was talking some crazy, crazy shit, absolute crazy shit about this place called Bubba 33s over on Secor Road in Toledo. 
Uh, it's like directly next door to Texas Roadhouse, and I believe um, this restaurant is is owned and, and run by Texas Roadhouse. It's kind of like um, I'd, I'd say like um, like an upper echelon Applebee's. Um, they got a little bit of everything menu wise, and um, I don't know if there's like TVs and shit. I don't know if it's like a sports bar type deal. I didn't actually go there to eat, but I did. I did finally try it. I know I said that I was going to wait until you were going to go, but um, my mom had a birthday recently, and, and uh, she chose that place. So we ordered out. I brought it back here. I got their, I think, Bubba Bacon Burger or some shit. And um, before I get into a review, man, I, I, we talked about this too. Um, it's 20 fucking 20. There's so many different things that we're able to do um, you know, with technology and shit. Why are, why are restaurants still using styrofoam boxes to send your food home? Why are they doing it? I don't get it. I mean, I think really anything you put it in. I know your, your complaint is, and you, you were complaining to me that it, all the condensation makes everything soggy, like your fries and shit. But really, it's the heat that you're you're, you're releasing. So you, it's a it's a win. I mean, it, you, you pick and choose your battles here because the only way to really combat that is to vent it. And if you vent it, that you're releasing the heat. So you're either going to have colder meals or you're going to have soggier meals. So I guess you just got to pick and choose um, which one you want. But I always say if it's if it's delivered, not delivered, if it's uh, the food is in styrofoam, it's usually banging food. I guess you could say that. I mean, there's a barbecue truck that, you know, Lake Erie barbecue, they serve their shit in styrofoam and it's always pretty good. But um. I'm usually eating that like right then and there, you know, um, in this case here. Yeah, I got back and as soon as you open it, it's like a fucking rainfall all, all over my burger from all the all the water and shit that collected on top of the box. And um, I mean, yeah, you got to pick and choose, I guess. But like I said, there's so many different things uh, that we're able to do now. Where the fuck who's out there trying to fucking fix this problem? You know what I'm saying? Let's fucking. You know, let's 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 make some improvements out here. I'm I'm sure styrofoam too. Uh, you know, buying 200 uh, um, styrofoam boxes is probably fairly cheap too. I'm I'm sure that's a big um, piece of this as they, well. But yeah, it just sucks. It, man. I, I mean, you get you get French fries. You can basically just toss some motherfuckers out. Or like I did Sunday, I, I got um, the Frickers family deal, like 50 wings, like a side of fries, a side of mac and cheese, and the fries came soggy to where I, it seemed like they they stayed in the the fucking fryer for 30 seconds so i heated my deep fryer up threw them bitches in there got them crisped up and uh, fixed them bitches so um i, I didn't i didn't have time to do it with the smaller boxes, 33s it'd probably work what's that if they put it in cardboard boxes because like that's how pizza's delivered you never get soggy pizza i mean i i mean i have but yeah no you're right yeah I don't know. I don't know what it is. They got to figure something out because soggy French fries, man. If you don't eat French fries five, ten minutes after they come out of the, the oil, they're worthless. Worthless. I don't know. McDonald's um, soggy French fries are usually the best. Yeah, when they're pi- when they're piping hot. But you 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 get some that sat under the light for an hour. They're yeah. shit. They're shit. Nick. Um. But no. Uh, to get back to to the main point. I had their their bacon cheeseburger. It came with like their Bubba sauce, which I I, I can't really tell what's all in there. It kind of seems like a little bit of like a barbecue mayo base with some other shit. And um, was it was a good burger? I gave it an eight point one. Really good burger. I enjoyed it, but um, definitely wasn't no ten. I'm I'm actually as of right now I'm supposed to meet up with a couple friends to go there for lunch tomorrow. I'm gonna try their wings. I'm gonna try that. Um, what the fuck was that shit? That sauce that he was talking about. Um, fuck, I can't remember it, but I'm sure I'll, once I see it in the menu, I'll remember. But I'm gonna try the wings, and and I'll be there. So you know, it'll be a little bit more of a different grading scale than takeout, and we'll see what's up. But I just don't, I just don't see him being ten out of ten. There's no way. There's no way. I, nothing in the world is ten out of ten, Bobby. Nothing in any category whatsoever. I'm a firm believer in that. Because there's always going to be better, no matter what. Right. There's no way you're telling me that in this point, particular in time, that you're experiencing the best thing ever in this or in this specific category. 
and you'll never ever in the rest of your life in the future of existence will ever have something better. Absolutely not. I'm not buying it. Fool's gold. Yeah, I, I just don't think maybe you just didn't understand the whole grading scale because, you know, there's a lot of people out there like, oh, my God, that was a 10 out of 10 and just saying it because it, it was that good. And maybe that's the case. But for you and I, Dave Portnoy, many others out there, a 10 is the end all be all like you will never have anything better than ever again. And you just can't say that unless like maybe we can d- say that when we're 90 years old on our fucking deathbed and be like, God damn, that was a 10 out of 10. In that case, you're right. You're never going to have anything better than that. Cause you're about to fucking yeah. keel over. Right. But yeah. You croak right there. Being 30, 31 years old. There's a lot of different wings, burgers, meals, pizzas, what have you out there that we, we haven't tried yet. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, like I said, it definitely won't be a 10, but the wings could maybe maybe float up to the, to the nine range. We'll see. That's that's rarefied air. Well, let me let me backtrack here because now that you're talking, I kind of seem like I don't know why my 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 mind always does this. I always see both sides, and it gets me in trouble sometimes because I know how to ride the fence. But I can see where you might be coming from. I mean, in the aspect of we are thinking of yeah, there's always going to be better. There's there has to be. There's so many things you haven't tried yet. There's, there's you don't know. But that's the thing. People might be grading the 10 for him might be, hey, that's the best burger he has had to date. Now, that could be subject to change. Now, if he had something better than that burger, does that 10 still be? Is that still a 10 or is that now dropped down to a 9.9 and that new burger is a 10? Or do you have multiple 10s? Can you have multiple 10s, Bobby? Of the same of the same category. Food? No. You can't. How could you? So so then it would. So if you give out a 10, so say like, hey, this is the best thing you've ever had to date right now. Boom. Would that, that I guess I can see him going from that point. Hey, that's going to be a 10 for me, dog. I can see that. Do that Randy Jackson type rating, you know? But I'm saying like, for us, we know there are the possibilities of there's always going to be better. So there's never going to be a 10 for us. But for those who say 10, they could be just an absolute overboard dramatic. But um, at the same time, they might be just great. And hey, that's the best thing I've had. Best burger I've had to date. And if that, and that that's the case, I understand. But the next best burger would be a nine, would be a 10, would drop that burger to a 9.9. At least, yeah. And I think he had said something like that, but um, I'm just going based off of, of my scale. And I'm I'm a big wing guy, so I'm excited to try these Bubba 33 chicken wings. They got some some different sauces and shit, and um, I'm gonna see what's up. I'm gonna definitely see what's up. I uh I had some Walmart deli wings. They sucked ass. So uh, I bet, yeah. Yeah, I bet, yeah, they were good. Man. Shits too. I remember. I- I used to, once in a blue moon, I'd, I'd get the wings at the Meyer Deli when I'd be working. And uh, sure enough, every time, man, I'd have the shits probably 30 minutes later. And, um, yeah, they weren't anything special. But it was like I'd either go around the time they're about to close up shop. So you got everything fucking, was it 20 or 30% off? Yeah. You know, being a real cheapskate. But you pay, you pay the price. You may not pay the price with cash. But you're gonna pay the price with your ass. That's that's for sure. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised that uh, Walmart didn't treat you too well. I will give them credit though for their chicken sandwiches. They uh, sometimes put them in those like heat uh, heater hold. I don't know what the fuck they're called. They're like by the self checkout, and they're like heat lamps, but they're in cases. There you go. Boom, heat cases. And I grabbed a chicken sandwich, a spicy chicky, and took it home. Threw some cheese on it. What I really wish I did was maybe grab some sauce or whatever. Um, I know it's Chick-fil-A. They sell their sauce on uh, store shelves now. So if you haven't known that already, get with it. Um, And so I did that. And I tell you what, dude, the fucking chicken sandwiches are pretty good. Pretty good. The breading's pretty solid. And the bun they put it on is kind of like has like a uh, hint of sweetness. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, man. 
Fuck yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, is, is these deli, these rest, or uh, not restaurant, these grocery store delis um, make the food look so good in them cases, you know? They're just, and I'm sure that's part of like the, the marketing scheme. Um, they look, you know, um, fantastic, especially um, like the Kroger deli. But I'll tell you what, the Kroger deli foods uh, are usually fucking banging. They got a great, uh, great substation. Um, these days now, their chicken and, and like mashed potatoes, bang! I think their mac and cheese was pretty solid. They do pizzas and shit now by the slice. Those I think their buffalo chicken was fire. Um, and then they got the people rolling up sushi and shit, and and for some grocery store sushi, you you know you can get some decent stuff. Um, yeah, the Kroger in like the last fucking five years is just blown past Meyer and Walmart at least yeah, in their deli, deli section. Really overall experience too. What's that? So don't they have a bar still? Um, like a I don't think bar? they utilize it anymore, especially with what's going on now. I, I don't know if they were still using it uh, before the pandemic, but yeah, definitely right now. It, it when I go um, to the Perrysburg or the uh, the Oregon locations, both of them are kind of just used for fucking storage or extra product. Like they'll have cases of beer lined up, you know, lined around on sale and shit, but. Yeah, for a while, when when uh, Kroger first revamped their shit in Perrysburg, they, they had a bar. My one buddy, Sean, that I was working with at Home Depot, would work the bar there on Mondays and Tuesdays and shit. And it was dope, dude. You get like <laughs> four f- little flights of beer. I think it was like a buck, a dollar maybe. I think that sounds right. It was like a quarter of flight or a little thing of uh, a beer. You could try their different craft beers. They'd have like um, – Food samples and shit, and like the people from the meat department, they'd grill up little samples of uh, whatever meat they're trying to sell that day. It was fucking dope, man. It was right in front of their liquor store, and it was it was a cool little spot, man. They had TV set up. They done it right. And, um, it was dope. It was great. So I, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I don't know if if they'll plan on using that once things go back to normal. But it was a cool little uh, feature they had for a while. Yeah, I know that that was the spot to definitely get the beverages before parties at the La Casa back on Lunitas Lane back in the day, back in the 43551. Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever really drank back um back in those days uh, at your spot. But we definitely blew blew down on a, on a lot of greenery. Um definitely uh definitely had some frozen patties for sure. Watched a lot of rounds losses. Watch some Cavs dubs. Um, received a lot of Madden Madden losses. What was it? Madden um, draft. Cha- I think draft champions. I think that was the game mode, which was yeah. a pretty fun little setup uh, that they had. Do they still have I don't it. Know if they still run that this year or not? I I don't know. They had it last year. I fooled around with it for a little bit, but um, yeah. That was a fun I've been. I'm, thing, I'm not gonna lie. I've been scratching my uh, little Madden itch. Granted, it is not a successful, not a successful scratch because Madden twenty and Madden in general has this absolute ass for the past better half of a decade. So I get really aggravated just based on the game sucking. So I mean, like I just wish I had a good quality football game experience to enjoy to get that deep craving I've been longing for. But yeah, yeah maybe a little bit of draft champions. I'm not sure if that's an online thing that uh, we can do, but I'll have to look into it. Maybe, you know, I, I, uh, and I think that that kind of adds into me not touching the, the Xbox controller for, it's got to, had to have been about a month at this point, maybe a little longer, you know, five, six weeks. I just have no interest. I got war zoned out and usually around this time of year, um, we, you know, we'd be probably fucking four years into a fucking franchise. I was going to say three and, and up um, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So. I think, um, you know, not having, a, you know, that Madden game to play uh, or wanting to. I mean, it's out there. I don't want to play the fucking trash is uh, maybe turned me off a little bit. Because, yeah, this time of year, man, I'm usually rolling in it hard. But we'll see. Well, we got to hope for next year unless, you know, unless I get a free copy. If I get a free copy, I'll pop it in. You know, what the fuck it is what it is. But I ain't paying for it myself. That's that's fact. But D'Lo, um. I think we should put a cap on this one. Another solid Sunday episode. 
we're rolling on the road to 100. I don't think we'll get to 100 by the end of season three, but uh, we're getting close, man. We're getting closer and closer, and uh, that's going to be a really fucking awesome milestone, and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited well. 6.6 thousand downloads since we started. I mean, it's remarkable. I remember just hitting 1,000, and blink of an eye, we're at over 6,000 on our way to 7,000. Hopefully, we can get to 200 followers. That's our goal for uh, on our Twitter page at Talking Shop Pod. Be sure to go give us a follow. It's free. Show us some love. Um, you also get a lot of content on there as well, as far as like knowing when our new episodes drop, um, some clips of episodes as well. Um, and you know, we try to retweet and try to get some uh, of your input as far as links to send in voice messages. Um, I know uh, we tweeted out that a couple times. We're still waiting on getting some voice messages. messages. So um, we want to get you part of the show. If you don't have time to be a guest for a full episode, that's your time to, hey, ask us some questions. Take 15, 30 seconds of your time. Send in a little voice message, and uh, we'll answer it on the show or even discuss a topic suggestion on the show. Whatever the case is, we talk shop. Anything but politics, baby. So let's hear it. Yes, sir. Uh, um, from myself and Bobby, we love all of you. Let's get to 7,000. Go follow us Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Talking Shop Pod. One last, one last shout out to Kyle Ben. Like I said, next week, you're going to have to wait. We got we kind of got gypped this week. Um, next week, he's going to come back through strong. The underneath lever, the inside out, along with the two-stroke cylinder, the stopwatch. He's got a bunch of patented moves. He's going to kill it. Um, like I said, www.onlyfans.com slash Kyle Binside you. Support our friend. He supports the show. And uh, it'll be well worth your time and money. Absolutely. $10 a month, 32 cents a day. Hey. And if you don't want to spend it there, spend it on us so we can get that roadcaster. Go follow us and support us. If not, make sure you download and subscribe, review, and rate. We want to hear your feedback because we want to be better for you, the listeners. Again, from myself, Bobby, and TSP3 Nation from all around the globe, have a wonderful week, friends.